Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Box. The Box is the juicy talk show hosted by Pandora's Fantasy Box. We are here nightly at 11.30 p.m. East Coast time to entice, educate, entertain, and inform you. Open-minded adults of all genders, orientation, and lifestyles are invited to join us as we acknowledge and explore our desires without fear of judgment or shame. Come with us as we turn fantasies into realities. And please don't be shy. We won't bite. Well, some of us might. I definitely will bite and maybe nibble a little bit because, you know, that's my thing. But that's okay. Whether you are mild or wild or just don't know yet, come live free with us. And we just want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in every night. We very much appreciate it. And my name is Treasure, and I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Thank you. You know, every time I hear Treasure go, she likes to bite and she likes to nibble. I want to know who the hell she's biting and who the hell she's nibbling on. Anyway, hi, everyone. This is Alexis with The Box. And tonight I have Treasure, Steve, and Miss Tandy flew all the way out from Arizona. How are you doing tonight, Miss Tandy? I am living free. That's great. Well, what is the topic tonight, Miss Tandy? Well, um, you know, I often start out by giving a definition. This time I want a definition from you folks to start with. What we're going to talk about tonight is something that is often very kinky and extreme, but on the other hand, it can be just very light and playful. We are talking about pegging, P-E-G-G-I-N-G, in case I'm not easy to understand. So we're talking about pegging. Have you done it or have you had it done to you? So somebody else tell me what pegging means. Well, I can go first. I've heard about this through people online talking about it. Um, i I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I've never done it. Basically, it's where the girl puts a strap on on and fucks the guy in the ass. That's what I figure pegging is. I've actually never done that. And as far as a girl getting pegged, I don't know if that's a thing because we get fucked by guys. So I figure I don't think that's called pegging. That's just sex, obviously. So as far as I'm concerned, it's never been done to me because I've just been, you know, fucked by actual dicks and not strap-ons. But I've actually never uh, pegged a guy. So it's actually something I've always wanted to try, but I don't own a strap-on, so I've never tried it. (laughs) Actually, Jen, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Um, Girls can get pegged, not just by guys. What if they're in a woman-on-woman relationship? So a woman can technically have a strap on and she could technically peg either a male or a female. But technically, yes, you are right. It's the act of a partner pegging their partner's ass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I thought um, that that's what it was. Yeah. Because I wasn't thinking about um, girl on girl. Yeah. So you're right about that. And we will, and Steve, I know you're there, so you're going to get called in in a minute um, uh, 
too. I was afraid uh, you were going to say I was going to be the one to get pegged tonight. Oh, no, well, if I can work it out, I keep telling you, I'm going to bring you to the dark side here. Um, um. The word, <laughs> what uh, Alexis said, absolutely. Uh, women can use either strap-ons with another woman, um, or um, they can just do double-headed dildos or even triple-headed dildos. Wow, the possibilities. And men can also add on a strap-on. They, um, uh, and I'm talking about men who have a functioning penis. Uh, wow. Sometimes they want to have two of them. So there are strap-ons that are done for that. But the actual word pegging um, came about as a contest. Back in 2001, um, Dan Savage, who um, does a sex advice column, you know, Savage Love, he's, he's quite well known. Um, he realized that there was no good word to describe a specific sex act. And um, so he asked all of his viewers and listeners and readers, uh, what should we call it when a woman puts on a strap-on to perform anal sex on a male partner? And the winning entry was pegging. So um, that's what we all call it now. So really, it it should, I guess, technically be a um, woman using it on a man. But as I said, once those strap-ons exist, anybody can use it on anybody. And it does most often refer to using a strap-on. But there are uh, the two-sided dildos don't have to be strapped on if you have how can I put this? If you have the muscular control to um, uh, them working without a strap on, that's possible too. Um, uh, gotcha. <laughs> we, we are going to, to, oh yeah, pussy to pussy or pussy to, to ass. Um, <laughs> but we are going to concentrate tonight uh, talking about a woman or non-binary person using a strap-on device to hold a dildo um, in order to insert it into a man or non-binary person's ass. Why, <laughs> some of you might ask, why would anybody want to do that? So before we um, talk about the whys, um, Treasure, you say you've heard of it, but you have not pegged or been paid. How about you, Alexis? I have not had anal, nor have I pegged anyone, at least in person. On the phone, that's a different story. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. All right. So, um, uh, again, not that I want to lead anybody down, you know, a bad path, but we need to get you out into the real world. Um, Steve, what is your experience with pegging? Uh, other than watching on, on pornography, porn, that's true. Uh, okay. That's it. All righty. So um, why do you think, because you're the man on, on our uh, little panel right now why would a man want to do that 
Uh, Why would he do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about would it be the prostate? Stimulating the prostate? Absolutely. So it's extremely pleasurable because, well, it, it does stimulate the whole anus and rectum, but essentially it's getting, it gets in there and it stimulates extremely pleasurably, from what I've been told, um, the uh, prostate. So it can lead to both orgasm and um, ejaculation. Most wow. men like orgasms and ejaculating. So that's a good yes. reason. <laughs> um, uh, yes. <laughs> the other reason why a man might want to try it is because it invites them. I do not want to say forces them. Um, uh, certainly this can be a straight out power exchange, you know, dom, um, sub. But it invites them to just get a new perspective on intercourse. Um, uh, women are fairly used to having things inserted into them. And so it's very different uh, if a man gets to look at it from the perspective of, wow, somebody else has the thing and they are putting it in me. Um, so, you know, there are, are good reasons to have that new experience. Why would a woman want to do it? What do you think? I'll ask um, my women well, first. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, you qualify treasure. <laughs> oh, okay, well, we, we were you both talking, so I didn't know who wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, well, we were both talking, so I didn't know who wanted to go first, so I just stopped talking. But anyways, I um, I really, I, I don't really know why a woman would want to be pegged. I mean, the only thing I can think of is um, the woman is, you know, a lesbian, and she doesn't want to be with a man, so obviously she most likely would want her partner to peg her. Um, but then I guess if a woman wants to be pegged by a man, maybe that's because she just wants to try, like, I hate to talk bad about guys. And I did have this story about, you know, having sex with a guy that was really tiny, but there are guys out there that are just really, really small and they probably don't think they can satisfy their, their partner with their own penis. So I figure if they get a strap on and like a pretty big one or even average size one, or, you know, average is a big size. Um, maybe that's why they would wear it because I ha actually have seen porn where um, I know there's a certain word for it, but there's actually this guy that um, something happened to his penis and he like didn't have it or it's like shoved up inside of him. So he literally could not have sex with his wife unless he wore a dildo or, or had a strap on. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason I could think of that a, a woman would want to be pegged is her partner, even though she's happy with him, maybe sexually she's not because he doesn't have, the right size for her you know what i mean like he's just a little too small and i actually have encountered guys like that and i kind of feel bad for him because you can only work with what you got but then not necessarily because there are always toys to help you out so that's that's my opinion of that okay and i i very much understand uh what you are saying there but what i'm um my question is more why does a woman want to put on a dildo and insert it somewhere else, whether it uh, goes into a man's ass or um, usually we don't call it paying um, in the real in a lesbian girl on girl relationship um, mm -hmm. because pegging does 
typically uh, refer to a woman doing it to uh, a man. So there are juicy, pleasant-sounding things for when ladies do it on ladies. Um, so, Alexis, why do you think, or Steve, either one of you, why, what is the woman? Domination. Domination. Okay, domination yeah. is a part of it. Absolutely. Feeling, feeling of being controlled and being able to to leverage their their being uh, as the powerful one versus being the submissive one. Yeah, um, that is part of it. And for many people, that may be the only reason. Um, the only reason. Um, can you think of another reason, Alexis? Can you think of a reason other than flat-out power um, or vengeance, <laughs> revenge? That, um, because that it's a, might uh, because it's a fantasy for them, or it's their partner's fantasy. Like a lot of times, yep. you want you want to fulfill your partner's fantasy or you want to fulfill your fantasy. So if you have a, if you want to peg someone, it can make your fantasy come true. Or if it's your partner's fantasy to be pegged, then you're fulfilling their fantasy too. Absolutely. And uh, what, one thing that made me think of is a lot of men probably secretly want to have the experience of getting that ass stimulation, but they are unwilling to do it with a male partner. They think that makes them gay or they think it's just weird or something like that. So how are they going to get that experience? Most men cannot, you know, wrap around and tuck themselves in the ass. Uh, so they need a, a, a partner to do it. And if you have a woman who is willing to help you experience that, that's a nice thing to do. So you see how different that is from just purely a um, power exchange. So, um, oh, yeah, totally, I, yeah. I, and, I, yeah. And I agree both with Steve and Alexis because Steve mentioned the dominance, and I think that's mm-hmm. definitely why a woman would want to peg a man. But uh, Alexis has a point. It's a fantasy, too, because I've actually talked to guys online that actually talk about wanting to be pegged. So a lot of guys, that's like their fantasy because they want to know what it feels like. Instead of them fucking us, they want to be fucked by us. They want us to fuck them. So yes. I totally get that. It's definitely a fantasy. Yep. Yeah. Or, as I said, so again, part of that is the power exchange. What does it feel like yeah. to be fucked? And then the mm-hmm. other part is what does it feel like to have that deep, deep anal sensation, which um, yeah. unless, I don't know, unless your partner's into fisting or something, um, even if, if your uh, female partner will play with your butt and stuff, most of them are not simply not able to do the deep kind of insertion uh, you could get with a dildo. So um, I'm going to give you a couple of um, uh, stories and things to think about, um, but let's have a break first if we can, Alexis. Hi, this is Tandy with The Box. Whether you only join us from time to time or you are here nightly, you know that we have juicy things to say. If you have a business, product, or service that would fit with what we are doing, 
contact us for the opportunity to advertise on one of several platforms or collaborate with us as a vendor, sponsor, or affiliate. Reach out to us at pandorasfantasybox.com. Fantasy with a Z. We cannot free the world all by ourselves. Join us. Pandorasfantasybox.com. Back to you, Tandy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, one thing that nobody mentioned is uh, that it actually just feels physically good for the woman, too. Um, the dildo, even if it is not or even if it is only on the outside of her body, which is how most people um, do it with a strap-on, it's still providing all that tactile sensation against her uh, skin. It's pressing against her whole um, uh, pubic region um, as she moves. Um, so it just feels good. But the other thing that um, is completely separate from the power exchange is the visual stimulation that the woman enjoys. We sometimes miss that. Um, men often have better things to look at while they're fucking than women do. If, it, if you're being fucked doggy style, you might only have, I don't know, the bedspread to look at or the wall uh, in front of you. So you're missing out on all that glorious, you know, man flesh um, that would be around you. Um, and so that can be very surprising to just be able to admire your partner from the back, to watch, you know, their back muscles move, to watch them quiver as, you know, the dildo is touching um, either on the outside pair or it's, it's in there on the prostate. That reminds me, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this story. Um, very odd little story, but uh, it's true. All my stories are true. A um, couple of years ago, I took a male friend with benefits. Um, he was very, very new to the kind of kinky stuff that um, some of us enjoy on a date with a cross-dresser. Not a transsexual person, just a married male who likes to dress as um, a female. So um, the three of us arranged to um, meet up, and our date, a man, um, was dressed not very convincingly as a woman. Um, his cock and balls were wrapped down. Um, sort of underneath a girdle, um, and uh, he was wearing a padded bra. He was interested in kissing, in giving head, and in getting uh, fucked in the ass. And uh, so very willing to kiss both me and, and my friend with benefits, so bisexual person. Well, my newbie friend was very game uh, to do this, <laughs> but honestly just couldn't quite figure out the logistics. Our date was uh, lying on their back waiting to be fucked in the ass. 
so I went down to the end of the bed, uh, trying as usual to mix my sort of usual, you know, librarian school marm style with some sort of over-the-top debauchery. So I told our date um, to lift their egg, their legs up into the air. You see this, men see this all the time. Um, a partner on their back, on the bed, or over a table or something, legs up. Um, if you're very limber, <laughs> the person, their legs might be way back, but at least they're up. Um, personally, I've never been real comfortable with being in that position. wasn't a physical issue. You know, it wasn't that I'm not limber enough to do it. I just couldn't quite imagine why that would look enticing to somebody. Wow, you're sort of looking half, you know, it just uh, didn't quite have the confidence to feel good about putting myself um, in that position. Although I would, but I, I didn't particularly like it. So let me tell our um, our female listeners, female um, um, listeners, until you have experienced that view from the masculine or the top point of view, you cannot know how enticing it looks. Someone in a vulnerable position is literally opening themselves up to you. It changed my whole attitude. And I was not looking at a, some luscious morsel, but an older, trying very hard, <laughs> athletic man. Still surprised the hell out of me how arousing that was to be standing, you know, and standing as tall as I could. So, because um, I was pretending that I would have been at fuck level, right? And um, so I wasn't wearing a strap. It was just, wow, this is exciting. I found it just a tremendous turn on. And it gave me a new appreciation for how, I don't know, men look at their partners sometimes. Um, what about that, Steve? Tell me. You ever standing there just looking at your partner with um, uh, on their back, legs up in the air? Uh, me, yes. Uh, I mean, that's part of the, the excitement. You, you were describing the, the female who's often the only view is she's looking at the bedspread. It just didn't, it didn't conjure up very uh, exciting uh, image. Versus what I'm looking at when I'm either having sex uh, from a doggy style position or even in a missionary position, I, you know, uh, men, me being one of them, were very visual. So that's what keeps the excitement going. And I'll have to share a story with you in storytelling. I was uh, in a relationship with a young lady, and and we were having sex one night. I kept staring, I kept watching, and she just, just very inquisitive says. What are you looking at? And and I had to explain to her that uh, what I get excited at is looking at uh, the actual penetration. So yeah. uh, she had never saw it from that perspective. So I was like, 
What do you mean? What am I looking at? We're fucking. I'm looking at a fuck. So it's uh, yeah, very very exciting. Very exciting. I and and I love that story because think about it. If the woman is on her back, um, uh, if she has big breasts, uh, she can't she can't see that penetration, especially if they're fake oh. and real perky. So yeah. they're not used to seeing that. And if they're entered from behind, as I said, if it's only two people, there usually isn't much to look at. That is one of the reasons why so many women sort of gravitate toward like sitting on your lap, uh, you know, facing you or um, uh, it's, oh, I've forgotten the, the exact word for it. It's kind of a modified uh, missionary style. So they have something to look at. They have a lot of skin-on-skin contact. And um, if you modify missionary uh, positions so that the woman's sort of pressed forward, uh, then she gets clitoral contact, too, which you often don't get in just regular missionary. So um, whether a good thing or a bad thing, intercourse is set up pretty much to the advantage of the man. Um, the person who has the penis, they're able to they get the visual stimulation, they get excited very fast, they can come very fast, and then they can leave, okay? Um, one of the reasons that it takes women so much longer often is because they're not given any of that stimulation. It's sort of, oh, well, I want to fuck here. Uh, let me squeeze your boobs. Now I'm going to touch your clit, straight to the clit. Uh, without anything to make that feel um, welcoming. Um, That just reminded me of something. I'm just going to say this to partners in general. If you went to somebody's house, do you just bust through the door, or do you stop on the front porch, ring the bell, knock, and wait for them to open the door? That's how I would like you to think about a woman's vulva and external area. Um, Don't approach it and burst in um, uh, with a lot of pressure. Give the ladies a little bit of time to uh, come to the party. (laughs) Come to the party. Or play. Uh, Or play. Yes. Which is is simulation. Yeah. And that foreplay, remember, can be while you are still separate. It's mm-hmm. the anticipation. You can say sexy things in the morning before you split up. You can issue a summons and say, oh, I'm going to meet with you on Thursday night. You just keep that anticipation going. And for most people, that's almost as good as spending, maybe even better for some people, than spending a lot of time um, on foreplay. Um, I do not want to criticize um, males, (laughs) owners of of, uh, penises, but sometimes uh, foreplay feels as if they read in a book that you got to do this for your woman, or that they have some imaginary checkpoint, you know, so a list of things in there. 
And so it can feel a little forced. It can get even a little boring sometimes. So I want everybody, um, um, men, women, and and non-binary folks, what is our biggest erotic tool? It's our mind. It is our mind. Yep, our um, brain, our yep. yep, it is your brain. Your brain, your imagination, your willingness to be open, that will make up for all sorts of logistical and physical concerns um, in the real world. But to be honest, sometimes you need a little bit of real world experience so you know how to even think um, about these things. Um, Dan Savage, who is, I, I told you, was the one who ran the contest uh, to come up with the term. He has advised that every man should get pegged at least um, once. Um, I also advise that every person who does not own a dick should strap one on at least once, whether they go pegging anybody or not. Um, They should wear it for a while. Get a bunch of women and non-binary folk together swinging their dicks around, and it is an exhilarating experience, and it gives a brand new understanding. Steve, have you ever read or heard women who complain about how men just sit down and with their legs spread out and just expand their space? It's very hard to understand. You put a six or eight foot cock on that woman and then have her sit down on a couch, and it's an entirely different, you know. <laughs> it's a totally different experience. You, yeah, you don't, you, when you have something in between your legs, it's hard to press your legs together because when you do that, it, it's uncomfortable. Versus yeah. when you don't have, don't have a ball in a dick, guess what? Then you have plenty of room to, to close your legs, and there's no pressure. Well, so, if, yeah. no, if nobody has been able to either explain that and mansplaining doesn't work, just give the women a chance. It is, this is silly, uh, a silly visual, but it's true. When you have a dildo, uh, usually, I mean, they're almost always they're erect, right? So if you have a strap-on with a fairly good-sized erect dildo penis in front of you, even things like navigating corners and walls, a little bit different. And so men, because of that dick, have an entirely different approach to space. So women will understand that better if they play um, with that. Um, some women, having had that experience once, um, if they're going somewhere and they're just nervous, anxious, lacking in confidence, but maybe they have to give a real important presentation, they'll strap one on under a business suit or a sexy dress. And um, that's then, a, that's- Next time I see a female giving a presentation, that's the image I'm going to have. <laughs> I wonder what she's really wearing under that dress. Oh, God. And I guess I can't ask that question. <laughs> no, you'd best not. I do yeah, the HR not. Police. 
that there are men who will put on um, silky or lacy underwear for the same reason. Not because they, they're cross-dressers especially. Um, think back to the baseball movie, Bull Durham. Um, uh, Susan Sarandon had the guy do that because it was just, it was a distraction. It was a focusing point. So, yeah, uh, let's all uh, sign up for some TED Talk or something. And, and uh, Steve will look at the women and imagine them with a dildo, and we'll look at the men and imagine them with little <laughs> pink undies. Okay, so um, give us our second break, um, Alexis, and then we'll talk about uh, some of the hows. Do we have? Do we have a break? Well, then I'm just going to keep on talking. Um, before I, um, so we've been talking about the whys. Uh, before I go to the hows, um, I will just mention two uh, safety concerns. Most, <laughs> I, and I'm sorry to laugh uh, on this. I should have better manners. Um, most strap-on dildos do not bend or give in. They just don't give in any way. And it can be very hard to judge how much pressure you are using. Think about it. Have you ever bitten your lip or the inside of your cheek after a, a, you know, a visit to the dentist? It's because you actually can't feel where they are. So men have a very good sense all the time of uh, what their penis is doing, but it's very hard to judge that with a uh, strap on, especially if you're a beginner. So don't be too aggressive. Use the same warm-up techniques that you would for regular, you know, anal play. Um, The second thing to remember, of course, is anything that goes in or near your ass has to be carefully washed uh, before it goes in or near your mouth or your eyes um, or um, your vagina. Okay, Uh, so many people, but not all, uh, many people uh, would use a condom or something over the dildo. Others, uh, again, uh, will choose not to use condoms, but plain old soap and water goes an awful long way towards uh, just keeping us um, all safe out there. So, so right now, I want each of you to give me a little short scenario, fantasy, if you will. How will you incorporate this idea of the strap-ons into a fantasy this evening? Yes. What would you do with a strap-on? Well, I would slowly insert it into my partner's ass. And just very slowly tease them with it. And what color is your, um, well, what color is your dildo? 
And um, I didn't mention this, but your strap-on can be all kinky and leathery, or it can look like men's briefs, you know, that just have a hole uh, in the middle for the dildo to stick out. Um, it can look just like regular lace, ladies' lacy underwear or something. So do you want to be wearing leather and studs, or do you want to be wearing something just, I don't know, very utilitarian? What are you wearing while you take your partner? Well, like I mentioned earlier, I haven't mm, done it in person. But on the phone, I have. So let's just say that for now, I think I'll just wear whatever is simplest. So it sounds like the panties are simplest. I don't know about all the buckles and whistles until I've tried it out. And as for my dildo, it's definitely not going to be a smooth one. I need it to be as bumpy as possible. Like, you know, the nicks and crannies and grooves. You know, if I am going to play with someone on the phone and I'm going to make their fantasy come true, it's going to be about me, too. And that includes rope, strap-on, and maybe lube or no lube. I'm thinking most likely not because most likely the person I have in mind likes it a little rough. Okay. All right. Well, we know which way that Alexis uh, baths. How about you, um, uh, Treasure? Um, tell me a little brief. We don't have a lot of time, but tell me a um, uh, a fantasy. How would you use a strap on? Just tonight mm-hmm. in your in your mind. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good fantasy. Um... Well, I have, you know, many fantasies I think of when I'm, you know, getting myself off, whether it's, you know, with my toys or in the shower or, you know, whatever. Um, But I think my fantasy would be that I would, you know, put the strap on on. I wouldn't use it right away. I would just, you know, please my partner as far as kissing him, touching him, you know, give him a hand job for a little bit, maybe a blow job. And then while I give the hand job to him, that's when I will start inserting the strap on in his ass and I'll go easy, you know, cause I've had guys just shove their dick in my ass and that's not good. You can't do that. Cause you, you know, ass technically isn't meant to be fucked. Whereas a pussy is. So I always tell guys, I'm like, you gotta go slow and you gotta use lube or lotion, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. And then I would just slowly, you know, insert the strap on in slowly, slowly. And then I would continue to give him a hand job, you know, cause I figure as long as I stimulate his penis while putting the strap on in, he should be good. Now, I know a lot of guys are into that. A lot of guys aren't. And and like you said before, Tandy, a lot of straight guys, and I've encountered this, are always like, oh, I don't want anything up my butt because I'm not gay, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm a girl, so obviously you're not gay. If I play with your butt, it's okay. So I don't understand why straight guys are like that all the time because I've encountered so many. But that's what I would do is I would just slowly, slowly go in his ass, and I would wait until I was all the way in there, and then I would just – you know, keep continuing to give him a hand job, maybe a pull job if I can pull that off. I don't know if I could or not, depending on my flexibility, I guess. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I would just go slow. And then once he is comfortable and relaxed and everything, then I would definitely just start pumping. Like, not real, real fast, but, you know, just going slow at first. And then I'll continue to do the hand job or the blow job or whatever I can pull off. And then I would just go faster and faster and faster because that's exactly how I like to be fucked. I like to be fucked kind of slow at first and then just – 
pound the fuck out of me. And so that's exactly what I would do because that's like my fantasy. So I would hope that that would also be the guy's fantasy. And then if it's not, you know, I'll slow down if I'm going too fast. But that's what I like. So that's what I would do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I like that you included the um, uh, cock and ball um, uh, mm-hmm. fondling too. And um, reaching around and doing a hand job is very uh, doable unless your man has, I don't know, is either extremely big or has a really big belly or something. Um, right. So that's very, um, uh, very doable. And um, most men like their, their scrotum, their, their balls. So, okay. Now here's the piece de resistance. So, uh, Steve, you have to tell me a fantasy uh, using a strap-on tonight. So, um, what would your fantasy be? Using the strap-on or having the strap-on used on However, you know, uh, you're a free spirit. It's your fantasy. Got to have lube, and if you're giving me a blowjob, you can do whatever you want to do. Just do it slowly. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. In actuality, I think that would be that would be really more stimulating. Uh, getting a blowjob while you're doing whatever you want to do. And, I mean, if, if the prostate, uh, that that might be uh, that might be a hell of a hell of a way to come. Okay, then let me add something to the mix to make it easier, because not all of us. Uh, could do the logistics of doing a blowjob. That's what you need a third person in the room for. Oh, there you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly, Tandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he got one fluffing from in front and one fucking from behind, and that will be mind blowing. Just oh, mind blowing. Yeah. Um, Can I, I add you. something real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I do um, have people on the phone who have asked me to peg them, but um, in a male, there's the prostate, and if you hit it hard, supposedly the prostate is the male version of a female's G-spot, so sometimes mm-hmm. on the phone, I like to make um, them come multiple times. So as soon as they um, ejaculate and as they're calming down, I sometimes will force them to stick a finger or something, their choice. Some some men do have dildos, and they will stick it in there, and I will make them give themselves a hand job at the same time as pegging themselves. And for whatever reason, within a couple of minutes, they start screaming like crazy. It is, it's it's just an unbelievable uh, combination. We're going to talk, by the way, about um, the so-called G-spot um, some other night or on a webinar or something. But the G-spot is the wrong thing to call it. It's the uh, it's a huge area. It's a huge um, area. But um, as you were saying that, Alexis, the image that I got in my mind, and do not be surprised if Mr. D at some point explains this, but uh, using a female, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, 
Um, but if you've got a hand fisting up the ass and you've got a hand coming up the pussy, it's kind of the mythical handshake um, thing. Just visualize that. So I would assume that for a man, it's going to be that same combination. All those sensations, where the fuck are they all coming from? (laughs) Right? So if you can relax and let yourself into that, tremendous, tremendous. So obviously there are a lot of specific techniques that can make this super, super cool. Whether you are doing it just for light pleasure, whether you're just trying to spice up a, um, you know, just add some extra sensation uh, for your male partner, whether you're flat out into BDS, you know what I mean, bondage and domination. Um, So there are lots of hows. Um, and if you're interested in learning some of those hows, then look for one of our uh, books or uh, one of the training uh, classes. It's incredibly popular to look at on porn, too. So it's easy to find out there. But I do ask you to remember that lots of what we see in porn is not quite as realistic as you might think. So just because somebody can do it in the movies doesn't mean it's a good idea for you to get drunk and try it, okay? (laughs) But in your fantasies, I want you tonight all thinking about this in whatever way your heart desires, okay? (laughs) That's it Uh, for me, Alexis. (laughs) Um, 14 minutes left, and we need to take a break. Okay. And we will be back right after this break. Hi, this is Tandy with The Box. Membership has its privileges, you know. If you are not yet a member of Pandora's Fantasy Box, well then, shame on you. All memberships are 40% off until 10-31-2020. That's Samhain for those of you who know such things. Some might call it Halloween. An especially delicious night. Oh, I got distracted. If you want to live free like I do, come on inside with me. Find us at PandorasFantasyBox.com. Fantasy with a Z. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Find us where people choose to live free. Pandora's Fantasy Box dot com. <laughs> Back to you, Tandy. And may I add, one of these days, you're going to have to let us know if one of those perks does include private time with Mr. D. I asked that the other night, and I never got an answer. Well, when you asked the other night, if I recall, that might have been the night that it sounded like uh, primarily uh, secrets, to be honest. But it sounded like lots of people were throwing money out there on the table. Uh, Secrets was saying, I've got Venmo, I've got Zelle, i got whatever you want. Um, I am encouraging him 
um, to perhaps make himself be uh, available to us a little more directly. Also, just to let you know, um, he uh, presented an idea for what I think is going to be an incredibly uh, sexy, luscious, directed uh, podcast, much the way that the kitchen one was the other night. So if we got as excited as we did hearing him talk about kitchen appliances and such, um, utensils, not appliances, um, uh, this next one will be real exciting. So I think he's going to come back onto the um, menu, shall I say, um, earlier <laughs> than we expected. So, um, well, I'm just going to ask Steve. Steve, you um, met um, Mr. D the other night. You know some of the things that he's um, interested in. If you did have private time with him, what is something you might want him to teach? I think the, the wand, that, that electrical stimulation, that, that really was very uh, intriguing. And just uh, what he could do with that and how that can stimulate the, the, your whole body. It's almost like your whole body becomes, from a male's perspective, it's just one big penis that gets stimulated. And that's possibly the, the number one request that I would have. Let's, let's pull out the electric plug. Okay. Let's, let's start that. All righty. <laughs> I like that. And um, I'll give a... a just sort of something I've heard. Um, many people who are into breath work, either tantric or, or otherwise, but the idea behind the breath orgasms is that your entire body gets involved. So um, it is, it's, yeah, it's like your fingers and your legs and everything are um, as connected to your penis or to your, I'm going to say yoni, is to your pussy um, as the direct genitals. Using a tool like the electro wand is kind of cheating, I guess, if you're a purist, but it makes it much easier to have that kind of full body orgasm. Okay, so we have one vote for the electro wand. Um, okay, Alexis. Let's say you can have a private session with um, Mr. D, and it's well within your pocketbook. You got a quarter or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what would you ask him to teach you? I want to learn how to be a good sub, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm more of a switch where for some people I can be a sub, and for some people I tend to be more dumb. So maybe I'll just learn how to be a good little girl, maybe, because he did say I needed to be punished. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I will say for many people who are dominant in real life, the opportunity to go up over and be a submissive, incredible, incredible. Lots of people are submissive because somebody makes them do it. They're beaten into it or, you know, bullied into it. But when you choose to become a submissive, oh, wow. I would like to be a voyeur and watch that. 
uh, from the outside. What about you, um, Treasure? What is something you might do if you had a private uh, training session? Well, that is a loaded question. I would like to do all kinds of things and everything to Mr. D, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, you're doing it to because... him rather than, hey, I'm with you. Well, <laughs> well I mean, I I don't know if I would do a lot of stuff to him. I would like to do some, but knowing that he is a dom and I am a sub, I would definitely want him to do more things to me. So it would be it would be a back and forth thing, definitely. But yeah, I I actually have had a few guys, you know, be dominant towards me, which is great. That's I love that. That's a big turn on for me. But I know with his experience, he could definitely definitely show me things that I've never that I've never experienced in my life. So I would definitely want him to teach me how to be a good dominant person, even though I'm not technically dominant. Like Alexa said, I can be somewhat of a switch because I have been dominant to guys in the past as well. But mostly I, you know, identify as a sub when it comes to um, sexual relationships. But, yeah, I would definitely want him to teach me what to do to be dominant because that would also be a huge turnout for me just to experience that from him and just the knowledge of it. So that's what I would do. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Well, I will just throw out there one thing that I'm hoping he um, talks about. Um, And that is how to orchestrate sort of group scenarios. I don't just, you know, orgies, you know, toga parties, that sort of thing. Um, Those are very freewheeling. But what if your fantasy is to have, you know, five or six people all fucking you? Um, Can be a logistical nightmare. How do you get all the right people together? How do you make sure that nobody is more of a pig than they're allowed to be a pig? And um, that's something I I know uh, that he has some experience with. Another thing that I hope um, he'll talk to us about is if you don't just have a natural source for finding doms and subs, you know, you can't go to the library and look them up. Um, you know, Dewey Decimal or Library of Congress, how do we reach out? Uh, how do you make good posts on whatever message board you're using? And um, that's another one where uh, I know he's been uh, pretty successful. All right, I will pass this on. As with all Doms, um, he may pay attention, he may not. <laughs> But I will uh, let him know. So um, thank you all um, for chatting and sharing of yourself with me tonight as I talked about uh, pegging. And uh, Steve, I encourage you to try it from the receiving end. And Alexis and Treasure, I invite you, if you have not done it in real life, strap up and go out there in public with or without a partner and see what a difference that makes you feel. Okay. So um, um, back to you, uh, Alexis, that is all I have to say, unless you have any other questions. Well, like I said, I do have this one person in mind that, you know, maybe one day if I were to meet him, I might just tie him down and let's just say it won't be only me pegging him. But anyway, unfortunately, <laughs> that's all the time we have here on the box. 
tonight. As always, we will be back tomorrow with another interesting topic. But here at Pandora's Fantasy Box, we believe in making your fantasies come true three at a time, and we invite you, our listeners, to interact with us. Let us know how we're doing. Is there anything that you would like to learn more about? Is there something you want to hear our opinions on? Is there even something you would like us to discuss? Let us know and buy a membership because like Tandy says, membership has its purse. All I have to say is that Mr. D is one of those purse. I'm buying three just so I can get in line. Because I have a feeling I'm going to have to fight secrets and done to get to the front of that line. But you can check it all out at www.pandorasfantasybox, that's fantasy with a Z, dot com. Good night, everyone. Good, Good night, night. Alexis. Good night. Thanks Good night. for keeping Good us night. in line. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye now. You've been listening to the box. Thank you for coming with us to one of the playgrounds found in Pandora's fantasy box. We are where adults of all genders, orientations, and lifestyles can explore and connect. We meet here at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join our conversation. Even better, suggest topics you want. Connect with us. Find us here on Facebook, who knows where else we might be seen and admired. Come to Pandora's fantasybox.com. That is fantasy with a Z. And find out why membership has its privileges. Pandora's fantasybox.com. Not C-U-M, but you will live free. <laughs>